Chill man. Same. How's it going? All right. Yeah. Um, so I knew my so like the cousins that came in today, they got like a whole little clip. Like, so it's uh they pretty much my older cousins. Mm-hmm. And they're all my sister's age. So they grew up together. See? I walked in that house. It was so much estrogen in that motherfucker. I opened the door. My it was my. I went to my sister's house. My mom opened the door, and was like, "Hey!" And I, I, from when I walked in the door, they were like, uh, "They were talking about men and shit." And I was like, "Oh goddamn!" Classic. Almost been a minute since they all got together. Yeah. Uh. They like they all keep in touch, but it's probably been. I don't know if they gotten together since the pandemic. My auntie's wedding is the last time they got together. So that was last year. But yeah, it was cool. My family was supposed to come, but it didn't come. And then my mom texted me today saying my granddad is coming tomorrow out the blue. Yeah. It's, hey, it's like we talked about. We didn't like when you work a non-traditional job. You don't be like realizing it's a holiday until you be like, why is everybody moving different or why is everybody in town? But, oh yeah, it is a holiday. Like I, I, I knew whatever that comes up because we've been talking about it at work, like how many days and blah blah. But one, I don't work on Saturday, so it's not gonna phase me. But I just don't feel like it. Like, it's an, it's another day, man. Then I gotta work on Monday. It was the same shit as Fourth of July weekend. Like we was busy that Monday for sure. I feel like we're gonna busy be busy Monday again too. Um, even though I think it's supposed to storm, like yeah, the next couple of days. I think so. Um, Doug is in town. Him and his wife and their two kids. So I hung out with him Wednesday. This one I realized it was a holiday because he was. I was like, so yeah, like we were leaving, and I was like, so how long you and y'all in town for? And he was like, till Monday. And I was thinking, damn nigga, how y'all in here till Monday? And then I was like, oh yeah, it's Labor Day, whole damn week almost. All right, so like we had our fantasy draft Wednesday night, so uh, he had hit me up saying he was gonna come in town. And we were trying to meet up. He's like, yo, let's just meet up for our fantasy draft. I was like, that's cool. So we went to uh, Tailgaters because it was already out here because, you know, his mom was staying. So, you know, we chilling, whatever. They're doing like music bingo. And I'm actually like, be like, uh, I'm, I'm playing this shit for real because it's just, you can't be a music lover and go to some shit like that and not be serious about it. Yeah. So I'm doing that and our draft. And we we cool. We just talking about shit, life, everything else. And then uh, they closed at nine. So we like last people in there. So we go in there. Like we leave. Like, yo, bro, they close it up. Let's, let's head out. I'll head on out. We in the parking lot just talking. 
Cause I mean that's my nigga. We we used to do that shit when we were teenagers, sitting in the parking lot talking for hours. We talking and shit, and then this girl drives by in some kind of car. She puts her head out the window and calls both of us niggers. You know, it's something about that establishment. I told you about my experience the whole time I was there. And that's what I thought after it was like a girl, she was like, she was just driving down uh, Winchester and it happened. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck? And so I'm low-key glad that Doug was there because we both looked at each other and you could see like both of us like scrambling our head to be like, like, maybe she didn't say what we both think she said. And then we look at each other like, without even saying any of that, we just are like, yeah, she said that. What the hell? And I was like, he was like, bro, I haven't even been in Huntsville but a couple of hours and I've already been called a fucking nigger. I'm like, yo, like, these motherfuckers are fucking bold. I feel like, honestly, like, that part of Winchester is about to be, like, Holman. Like, sundown shit. Like, especially now that they're building it up. I'm not necessarily going to say that it's gentrification, how they're developing that area, but... It's not gentrification, but it's a clear, like, class thing to where if you a certain person and you out here, which is wild, because Buckhorn, when we went there, wasn't like that. And hell, Buckhorn now has a lot of black kids. Yeah. Way more black kids than, like, when my sister was there, and even when we were there. Mm-hmm. It's something different, man. These young kids is wildin'. They think that shit cute. Once you put a Publix out somewhere, I just feel like (laughs) (laughs) it's for the white people. I I, I experienced that over here. I don't know if I told you or not, but like I was coming home. um, It had to be like either one of my off days because it was during the day. And I was coming home and like right by the complex, it's a it's another little like subdivision. Um I don't know if they're like duplex style homes, but they're like they're connected. Um, but it's like a Is that the little villa part? It might be, yeah. Um so I was driving and there's this old white lady walking, right? So she looks in the car, you know, she sees me, I'm just driving regular. And as I pass her, she stops and just watch me drive away. It like, like, literally stopped in her tracks. Like, she was on just a normal, like, it seemed like she was just on, a little, like, a normal, like, her routine walk. And she stopped in her tracks and just watched me, like, for a long time. Like, I was looking at my rear view. Like, I kept glancing, like, looking back. 
And she stood there for a long time. I guess trying to see like where I was going exactly. And I was just like, and it was another white woman who did that over here. I was getting in my car and she was like, I don't know if she was moving in or what she was doing. She had some stuff that she was unloading out of her truck and she did a whole double take. And I was like, I I want y'all to be aware that black people live over here. (laughs) Bro, it's, that's the thing that's so hard to explain to uh, white people. Like, just the, it doesn't take much for people to feel uncomfortable around you and start moving real, like, shady. And then you start questioning, am I safe in these spaces? But exists. Really, it don't take much for people's fucking racism to start showing. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, it, like, I was talking to Doug about certain stuff, which I'm not going to talk about, like, on here, but it was, like, just how things are just different now. And he was explaining, like, because he now he has children, a younger him rea- will react a different way mm-hmm. than it is now. Like now, if you, I mean, like any man, if you hurt or try to harm his babies, you're gonna get a whole another side of them. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, bro. It's it's, um, it's just different, man. Like, I mean, of course you understand it and other people understand it or listening, but it's just, you got to have a different mindset to just move and like move out here as a black person, black man, woman, child, especially child. Cause they be thinking that we older than what we really are. That's what be making me nervous about my nephews and my niece as they grow older. When my nephews are, I mean, my oldest nephew is at driving age. What's crazy, though, is it's hella black people over here. Like, I mean, it's obviously it's hella white people over here, but it's hella black people over here, too. So I'm just like, why are y'all shook? Like, when, um, when I moved into my apartment complex, I, it would be people that were real shady. Once I got Cooper and I started going on walks, them saying people, oh my God, he's got a dog. He's like, oh, he's a safe nigger. <laughs> and it's like, bro, this shit is wild. Like, if I walked outside with my do-rag on, it it's just wild to move in this world as yeah. a black person. I have a do-rag. I'm literally in my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice car. It's, it's it doesn't look like like nothing about me in this neighborhood looks out of place. I'm not beating down the block. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you black, crazy. still like, nigga. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, why did did that re- like shook her to her core to the point that she stopped in her tracks? They be they'll be expected to see black people, bro. And when they see in that neighborhood that she lives in, it like, don't it don't matter. They don't ever be expecting to be around us. Some of yeah. these people that that's, and, why, 
that's why a lot of them move out to these newer places like as soon as they right. are able to be moved into because they think that they be escaping shit but it's just like you gotta realize that we go to work and pay bills the same way y'all they don't view us as people though that's the shit that like is mind blowing to them they don't even yeah. view us as being like okay uh, niggers can fucking move out here they be thinking that if the black people that can live out there are some safe Negroes, but no Negro is safe in America. That shit was wild. I was like, girl, like, are you okay? Bro, like, being called a nigger is <laughs> a wild shit. Like, me and Doug really went through the whole mindset of being like, yo. Did that but, shit really happen? Yeah. It's like America's gaslit you enough to where you'd be like, I mean, I know racism exists, but just randomly being called a nigger on a fucking Wednesday night is some wild shit. And then honestly, like, I feel like no matter how much you experience it, it's just nothing that you can never get used to. No. And then the other thing is like, we be policing ourselves to try to make sure that we don't go in certain situations, but ain't no situation safe for us. So it's even more frustrating. And that like, I told two white people about it and they were just appalled. Yeah. And then I'm like, I know they were appalled because I mean, they mean well, but it's just like, yo, yeah, this is my everyday life, bro. Like, and I, I told one person, I was like, before my parents moved out of that house on uh, Moore's Mill, like, my daddy was out cutting the grass or stuff. People would drive by all the time, call him everything. And that nigga is not the one you want to run up on with some <laughs> racist shit. Right, my daddy needs- Right. Look. He might look young, but this is a nigga that grew up in the 60s in fucking Mississippi. That old man strength will beat your fucking ass. Feel the heartbeat. Hey, don't don't, te- don't test that nigga. <laughs> but yeah, like people really don't be understanding the shit we gotta go through every day. And I'm yeah. appreciative of people that listen to us, but I mean it's a different thing to experience this shit in real life. Real. You be ready to fight everybody, but you gotta go home and be like, I, I don't know. On a brighter note, not to sound vain, but I've been getting mad compliments lately. <laughs> You out here dressing, smelling good, looking good. I've been smelling good, looking good. Like <laughs> this year, <laughs> I have uh, switched soaps. I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing uh, the black soap with a little bit of Egyptian musk smell on it. Mm-hmm. I've enriched my blackness, <laughs> <laughs> and the waves have been waving lately. Hey, I've been getting comments from black women left and right about smelling good, looking good. I had Taco Bell today. This lady I pulled up. She was looking at me. I was like, hey, how you doing? She's like, what's your cute self? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Holla at your boy. 
Yeah. <laughs> women do not be afraid to shoot that shot. No, they don't. And that should be building my confidence. So thank you, ladies. <laughs> it's, I'm here for it. Even like when I when I walked in the house, my cousins like they were all like, "Okay, you smell good. Who is she? <laughs> Who is she?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nobody." <laughs> Well, not really, but I want they want to get in that lion's den. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a whole two hour conversation. I know. So, what does she do? <laughs> Everybody would have been trying to fix my love life. Yeah, she got kids, right? But yo, like, I don't know. She got my my skin feeling good though. I ain't even gonna front. I'd be like, yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm him, like Jay Z said. <laughs> uh, did you listen to uh, God Did? Um, the album? Not a song, the just a song. I did. I seen it on TikTok and then I listened to it. I was like, oh, it is. Like, Hove was out here spitting that shit. Yeah, I love that song. It's a good one. Like, it's so many dope lines in it, but. Hey, man. They were saying it was the greatest, one of the greatest, uh, one of the best whole verses in a while. And it's really, really good. But then it was some people that were just getting a little bit too full of themselves and being like, it's one of the greatest verses ever. Like, no, it's not. It's not even one of the greatest <laughs> Jay-Z verses ever. People be fucking hype beasting. Yeah. And then, like, so that happened. Even, like, Jay-Z fans, we were all like, I mean, it's good, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. But that led to, like, when Jay-Z was on that, uh, what's the Twitter thing? Like, Spaces? And he was talking about the song, and he started talking about, like, uh, how people throw, have invented the term capitalist to throw out and he's like I've been called we've been called niggas like we've been called way like pretty much just saying we've been called way worse than that these twitter niggas was not ready for that shit they were like Jay Z saying that being called a capitalist is just like being called a nigga it's like no the fuck he wasn't but since you ignorant niggas want to do it, and they've been on Jay Z's ass the last couple of days, uh, a lot of niggas have been getting called the fuck out on fucking Twitter the last couple of days. I have missed it all. Have you seen? All right, did you see what Ari Spears said about Lizzo? Yeah, I, well, I listened to the read and heard them talk about it, and I was like. <laughs> Let me play. Let me play this real quick. Yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like as a songwriter, yo. I I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. She's got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape nigga in the world, but I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence, 
and and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get pussy. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. You know what kills me about women is, is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay queen, yes, queen, slay. Yeah, girl, your confidence. Fuck diabetes, fuck heart, heart, heart problems, fuck heart disease, cholesterol. Y'all claim womanhood and about sisterhood and support for your sister, you know, when it come to that ridiculous shit. But if you really gave a fuck, why wouldn't you go, black girl, we love you, we love your confidence, boo-boo, but th this ain't it, this ain't it. Where's, that's the real love. Y'all will jump on me for making jokes, but y'all won't fucking be real and go, sister, put the eclair down. First and foremost, none of that was funny. Like, not even from like, I like dark ass fucking immature bullshit humor. Literally, none of that was funny though. It wasn't even relevant to the question. She didn't even answer the question. That was about her music. Right. But that was that interviewer, that wannabe DJ Vlad, dude, like he, he that was a bait question yeah that was because he was like yo i know niggas love to get they toxic bars off on lizzo so that was an alley -oop. and this ignorant ass fucking nigga fucking because who's interviewing him right now nobody right and of course who, he was excited to just share his little little bullshit opinion and then the other part of it i mean it's several parts of it but one part of it is, so you're able to understand that as a man, attraction goes farther than just looks. But you don't understand that when it comes to Lizzo, who is gorgeous. Let's get that out the way. He literally gave her all the same characteristics <laughs> of himself. Like, he said that he's funny. Yeah. And he's handsome. Um, yeah. Lizzo is funny and good looking. Like he says she has a pretty face. So you just basically said the exact same thing for her that you did for yourself. And then you do the still able to get pussy part in there, which lets me know that you're not getting any because why did you even have to tell us that? Like, why did you have to be specific about that part of your life? Clearly, you're not getting no pussy. You ain't got no hoes. Right. If you funny, quote unquote, and you got swag, quote unquote, and you handsome, quote unquote, and you can still live a normal life, quote unquote. What's stopping her? Why you on Lizzo's ass? Right. Why you on her dick? That's the real question, nigga. Clearly, <laughs> nobody cares about that shit because Lizzo got hit. She's successful as hell. She got a huge following on all of her fucking platforms. Like, and she got a nigga. And she got a nigga. So like, I mean, like, bro, why you why you on her dick? But the one thing I will say that is crazy that people never consider. So like on Twitter, when people saw that video, they were just like, I mean. You, nigga, you fat. Nigga, you look like this shit. 
you and it was like, bro. Look, I know y'all tried to go at Aries Spears, but every fat nigga that's minding his business on Twitter is seeing you unload all the fucking bullshit. <laughs> It's, oh, look, you're, you're projecting your own insecurities. Right. And then you're affecting my insecurities. God you damn know, it. What's crazy, like, to even mention, like, diabetes and heart disease and all this shit. Lizzo, number one, she came out with a whole, like, fitness line. Lizzo be on stage getting motherfucking down. For hours. Like, Lizzo gets active. When have we ever seen you... Bending your knees and getting your heart rate up. But what? But what I'm saying is, like, I get we be trying to drag Aries, but at the same time, niggas be using that same rhetoric to fucking hate on <laughs> niggas minding they fucking miss. <laughs> like fuck that nigga Aries because he's fucking wrong. I mean, he, he contradicted him own self. Yeah. By not realizing that Lizzo is attractive. Just plain and simple. People have a problem when, for one, when women have confidence in themselves. And for two, when you don't find somebody desirable, but other people do. Like, when you make your whole image about your fucking how you look and how, like, your size and shit, you can't understand people that be like, no, I like people's personalities. I'm attracted to other parts of their physical attributes. And then that's when you become a hater. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. when, like niggas be like, it's like I've noticed like with them buff ass niggas, the niggas that got muscles, but don't have a personality. Mm. That, that, them niggas be shook. The only thing that yeah. get them niggas even more shook is when a nigga got bigger muscles than them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why when uh, Meg the Stallion, uh, when The Rock said that he would love to be Meg the Stallion's pet, and that nigga party got on the internet all of his feelings and shit. Like, yeah, you know, because that nigga could take your girl. Like, people find party attractive, but people also find The Rock attractive, and that nigga is huger than party. Very much. And that nigga got his fucking feelings. You gonna you gonna mess with a nigga who used to be on TV wrestling? Right, this nigga Samoan and black. Do you know how wild <laughs> that nigga got trill on both sides? What is Aries even doing right now? Well, I can tell you one thing he did a couple years ago that has also come back. Oh yeah, it's not bad. All right, so apparently a couple years ago. Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish did a skit that went on Funny or Die that was uh, I think it was called The Real Life of a Pedophile and so they are getting sued for that video right now by a brother and sister who haven't revealed their real name um, apparently Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish had befriended the siblings mom and they had, uh, their mom was in comedy in some kind of way and was like pretty much trying to get the kids into being child actors. Mm-hmm. So somewhere along the line, Tiffany Haddish got 
the daughter to want to be like to be in like some kind of skit or whatever. And things got uncomfortable in that skit and the girl didn't like how things felt at that time. Apparently they got the her younger brother to do a skit. Which was the truth of a pedophile skit. Which I'm not gonna describe because that is disgusting. And every screenshot and video that people have posted on the timeline, I have uh, reported them. Because that is fucking child, you know what. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Don't. Like, anybody that's listening, don't look it up. It's, it's fucked up. Aries Spears plays the person watching the child and apparently they didn't tell the child what he was doing. The child was, I believe, seven. And yeah, I'm not even gonna describe certain shit. That like that shit is fucked up and I accidentally like somebody reposted it and I I flagged them and I reported them because <laughs> that shit hell no. Fuck that. That's not fucking funny. That is fucked up. And Tiffany Haddish and uh, Aerie Spears need they asses beat for that shit. They are finna be canceled. <laughs> Bro, it already was enough that Tiffany Haddish wasn't funny. <laughs> Niggas have been waiting for that downfall, but for some shit like that, True. for that to come out the same week after Aries Spears was doing that bullshit with Lizzo, mm. hey, it's it's a wrap, bro. That maybe that's why he said all that shit he said because he was like, "Fuck it," at this point, I'm gonna just. That's what somebody else I'm said. That's what I'm gonna say. What the fuck I want to say. That's what somebody else said, but I really believe that like Aries Spears seems to be some kind of narcissist that just thinks that niggas think that he's some kind of fucking like comedy god. Nigga, you on Mad TV. Mad TV was a second rate SNL. Like nobody on Mad TV was fucking dope. Deborah Wilson, I think that's her name, the black lady that played uh Whitney Houston. That's the best Whitney Houston impression ever, though. <laughs> That's the only person I fuck with from Mad TV. Mad TV was not like, nah, bro. Your name yeah. has no clout. But yeah, it's certain shit you shouldn't fuck with. Like that shit? Nah, bro. You can't do that shit. Tiffany Hatch about to be canceled, though, bro. Canceled, canceled. I don't know if you can cancel Aries. Cause He's already been canceled by society. He, he wasn't. He, I mean, he wasn't popping. Yeah. I mean, I I don't believe the thing of canceling exists. But if you're a black woman who's not funny, yeah, cancel your ass. <laughs> you're expendable to them. But yeah, the, people just been. Hey, is is some wild shit going on right now, and I don't know, like, whew, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, That's some nasty business. Nasty, nasty business. Let's talk about some good things, though. Joe Byron <laughs> has uh, what you want to say to Joe Byron? <laughs> uh, Joe has uh canceled college debt to a certain degree, ten thousand for everybody, and twenty thousand people who receive Pell grants. Uh, the the word is still. I mean. I still haven't seen for sure because I received a Pell Grant my last year. And if that got me the 20,000, hey. Yeah, same. Team Joe. Team Joe. My grant was like 5,000 for my last semester. Mine was something similar. My Well, mine was the last year. It might have been the last two years. I can't remember. I have a good memory, but I've been forgetting stuff lately. <laughs> like, hey, I'm getting old. But uh, yeah, so so he canceled that debt, and Republicans have been flipping out, trying to make it to be like so. The average taxpayer is gonna have to pay for a millionaire who got a, a doctorate their debt, and he's like, bro. We already paid that fucking money for all them PPP loans that they didn't have to pay back for millionaires and billionaires. Don't try to get on some shit that I'll benefit from. Fuck you, nigga. Right. Right. You ain't gonna get me with the okie doke. Some shit that y'all made us feel like we had to do to get to better ourselves in the first place. Right. If if me and you had walked in fucking uh bank at 18 and asked them to get money out for a business loan they would have laughed us out the fucking bank let alone it not you know especially 10 grand plus on some shit you can't bankrupt from that's how you know that's the quickest okie doke you could bankrupt on anything else Mm -hmm. they said the only way these loans could be forgiven is by death Like yeah, that's why I would never give nothing. <laughs> I wasn't giving them shit. You know, when I first graduated, I was paying out the ass. I'm like, I'm gonna pay my shit off in ten years. I was on that ten year payment plan. I was paying like four or five hundred dollars a month. I didn't have no other bills besides that, so I was like, man, I'm paying this some of this debt off. Yeah, sucker. I mean. Which, which is smart, but I think mine were deferred for a while and then. My deferment was up. I was paying like very small amount, probably like twenty, thirty dollars, and then damn, <laughs> stopped paying that. <laughs> and then COVID happened, and then oh no, before that, um, this when I started serving at Jim and Nick's, um. Because I was a server and I was able to show them my stubs. I think I got lowered to like $5 a month. I was like, at that point, like, 
Y'all might as well not be getting anything because five dollars. <laughs> That's a drop in the bucket. I feel like such a, I feel like such I mean, a sucker. I was out here paying so much good. Man. You're the one. <laughs> That's the bitch. I should have been doing what the fuck you were doing. I was out here being like, oh, I'm gonna pay these couple hundred dollars a month. Just try to get this shit down. It's just like honestly, if you don't if you don't graduate college making at least like <laughs> 50, 60K. Hey, having having a, an extra bill and that bill be student loans on top of all other all other regular living expenses. It's a certain resentment in paying your student loans too. Yeah. It's like, bro, y'all had y'all had like I signed this shit under duress. <laughs> like I didn't ha- I couldn't get financial aid I couldn't get anything else I had to take these motherfuckers out that look that's why some people be apologizing they like I don't wanna I don't wanna hand out I don't man fuck that shit they all got over on us and the sun finally shined on us for a little bit and I'll be damned if I'm gonna be fucking upset that I got partially out of a bad deal. Now I could actually pay my student loans off. That's good. Like, it's going to take a minute. (laughs) But before, I was like, "Mm." (laughs) ain't going to get me. (laughs) Ain't going to get me. (laughs) I got to December to figure that part out. Bro. Hey. They just need to keep deferring it, like, we need to keep Joe Biden in office. Hey, he won. Hey, I'm voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't care if that motherfucker is 90 years old. <laughs> oh, hey, that white man just got my vote. Fuck y'all. Hey, Joe Biden been on a roll lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, Joe been getting bills signed. He out here got his swagger back. That nigga did beat COVID twice. <laughs> Look at God. Ran off on the plug twice. <laughs> <laughs> they they started this meme uh a couple years ago. Uh pretty much like you know like the whole uh go Brandon go which is code for fuck Joe Biden. Didn't know that. Yeah, like when you see that on like these truck stickers and stuff, it, it happened because in a NASCAR, they started doing a chant of fuck Joe Biden. And the announcer was like, oh, they're saying go, Brandon, go. And so oh. since then, that's been like their little like secret like thing be like, go, Brandon, go. It just really means fuck Joe Biden. Speaking of announcers, did you see uh, they fucking mistook? Dion Warwick for Gladys Knight at the damn. Yeah. Um, I was like, bro, if y'all don't get y'all shit together. <laughs> hey, they all look like. <laughs> um, I'm like, y'all be embarrassing yourselves. Um, so, so because of the Go Brandon Go thing, they had started a meme like on some dark part of the internet where it was, uh, Dark Brandon. 
where it was like the meme that Joe Biden is like, like actually as bad as everybody acts like that Republicans act like he is like he's some evil fucking figure, but they were making it to be like, he was some super like socialist progressive that was doing all these democratic things to fuck with the MAGA crowd. And that shit got so big that it appears that the white house start like catching on to the meme. And in the last couple of weeks, their swagger has been on some dark Brandon energy. Oh, shit. So they did the... Uh, so Joe Biden did that speech like three days ago saying that MAGA was pretty much just fascist and they're not Americans. He's been talking smack about Trump. My nigga got his swagger back, bro. And everybody's just been like dark Brandon. What'd you say? I said, okay, then Joe Byron. Right. He got his swagger back. But yeah, so everybody's been acting like it's dark Brandon. Be like, or like just pretty much making fun of how like, you know, like how like Republicans act like Trump is some like righteous do-gooder that's coming to save the world from pedophiles and molesters and all this other stupid shit they believe. Just being a cult-like figure. That's pretty much what Dark Brandon is. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is... But in... By the Republicans being so... Over the top with their criticisms of Biden, they've actually made Joe Biden actually look cool. Like when he gave that speech the other day, he had a red backdrop. It was red, white, and blue, but the behind him was directly red. And with some of the pictures, it just looks like he's giving this speech with red and black, like a mm -hmm. Nazi. Mm -hmm. Not saying Nazism is cool, but the symbolism of red and black is a dynamic image. And they're like, bro, they're actually making him look cool as shit. <laughs> And it's, ba it's backfiring on them. And they're like, oh, look at this super cool picture of Joe Biden <laughs> talking about MAGA is a bunch of fucking fascists. Oh, will you look at that? And be like, that looks like a badass picture. Let me see if I can find it. What you want to say to Joe Byron? Hey, yo. Hey, yo, baby, let me take you on a date. <laughs> this is it. Wait a second. That nigga looks like fucking out of a video game. Yeah, he was like, he got all his strength back. I know. He was like, and then people try to make him look like fascist. Be like, get the fuck out of here. So you think Joe, Bi Joe Biden is a fucking fascist? They don't say that about anybody that they're against. Yeah, but the funny thing is, like, the funniest shit is when they be like, he's a socialist and a fascist. Be like, you fucking moron. You can't be a socialist and a fascist. Oh. <laughs> they're polar opposites. <laughs> They just be throwing everything that they think is negative out there and hoping it don't stick. That is such a common thing, though. 
Like yeah. people be acting like you could just do word salads and people will just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're using a lot of big words, so I don't know what the fuck you actually are saying. You're not saying shit, nigga. <laughs> Dumbass group of individuals. Actually, they're not individuals. They're cheap. Bro, this is society. That's what they like to call everybody else. I know. You'd be like, oh, you're out here reading books, you fucking sheep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, by the laws. Right. Like, oh, so you believe that those laws exist, huh? Okay. The same people that were telling us that fucking COVID was started by 5G. Don't let look. We remember you niggas existed. Y'all were really out here saying 5G was causing COVID. Hey, it was some it was some nasty business going on at the beginning of this pandemic. Where is Carrie Hilson now? She is performing in front of a large crowd of 50 people somewhere. <laughs> at some county fair. In somebody's basement. Right. It's like, oh, Carrie Hilson's here. It was a two drink minimum. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to talk about uh, that Stacey Dash shit. Bro. I want to I wanna know, like, what planet is Stacey on? How good of Coke does she have? That she didn't realize that DMX died last year. We had like public memorials and shit. Like that was like, like baby boomers knew who DMX was. That was a big deal. Yes. In the media for a very long time. And she's just oblivious to this shit. And. Got the nerve to be crying on camera. Right. After finding out a year later that my man died. I didn't know that she had a coke problem as bad as she did. I mean, after watching her in this media the last couple years, she clearly was on some shit. Yeah. And then plus, whatever. She looked like she'd be bleaching her skin. I don't know what the fuck going on with that shit. She was gray as fuck in that video. Right. But I um I just seen it on TikTok and then I saw her profile. Apparently she was on coke for a good minute. Yeah. Like she was strung the fuck out. And then I think she just posted a video saying that she was six years sober. Yeah. I mean it's it's a lot of people out here doing this shit. If people realized how common it was, it would scare the fuck out of them. Don't do Apparently, that. Also, like, really ramp up. I keep seeing these videos about uh, Kensington, Philly. And like, I saw one video, and then somebody had created a hashtag. And that is a sad ass hashtag. It's just like a video of people just walking down the street showing everybody that's just like strung out. Like it's literally like a neighborhood of zombies. Yeah. It's like the public enemy song, Night of the Living Basshead. It's like, it's, 
And then don't let niggas lie to you. Niggas is out here doing heroin too. Oh, for sure. And like, this is a serious problem for everybody. Yeah. And that shit is so sad though. Like, heroin is the worst. No, they all bad though. That's the, that's the thing though. Like, we've been so like, we be thinking that like syrup isn't bad. Syrup is just as bad as any of these other drugs. We be thinking that like meth is worse than heroin. Shit all bad. And all this shit can kill you. I never I never thought that meth was uh worse than I always thought heroin was just the worst one. Like just because of its like addictive aspect. Because everybody, you know, everybody always talks about that first time you do heroin. It's all the same shit. Like, I mean, for one, fentanyl could be laced in any of that. And that can kill you. You know that from personal friend. I'd be like, damn, bro. I need, like, I'd be kind of wanting to have, like, a whole, like, little whirlwind romance. But I'd be like, man, that shit is wild. That shit look cool, though, from the outside. You'd be like, oh, these niggas is passionately in love. <laughs> they admit shit deep. Right. Like, you gonna have to pull the hose out on these niggas. Be like, get yeah, back, back up. <laughs> Stay away from her. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's how you be feeling about these people that be having a whole bunch of kids. You like, look, somebody needs to lock this nigga away from her. <laughs> <laughs> like that horny bastard Russell Wilson. He keeps trying to get Sierra pregnant and I don't blame oh, him. Another kid. Every every video he's talking about another kid. I'm right. Like, God, it's like that SVU. Uh, episode where the guy had all them kids. <laughs> he had some kind of disorder to try to just get as many women pregnant as possible. <laughs> That's Russell Wilson, the horniest quarterback in the National Football League. Swear. And he only horny for his wife, so I can't blame him. It's Sierra. It's so crazy to look at them and like. <laughs> Like seeing celebrities that are the same age as us. I know they still feel so grown. They feel so much older. Like I'd be forgetting he's what, 34, 35? He might not even be that old. Yeah. Sierra too, I mean. I mean Sierra, I think is thirty. She was a little bit older than us, but not much. Yeah. I'd just be like, damn, these niggas are so grown. I know, like, they be doing, like, shit. They be looking like the Obamas and shit. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> These well-to-do-ass niggas. Will I ever reach that level of adulthood? Oh, he was born. He's five days younger than me. Yeah, see? Damn, he's he's sad. Just why we fucks with Hobie. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were like, bro, I like, I just said about that Russell Wilson. I like, 
He's just so, I don't know, like, I don't know. He's, I don't want to say like mature, but I don't know. He, just he feels very, he feels confident in himself orderly. in a non cocky way. Yeah. For sure. Right. So, yeah, I was just like, I'm getting so exhausted and tired of all this pompous shit that people are on just because they got a couple of viewers on some shit. I've noticed, like, with the barbers in Huntsville, not my barber, because my barber is the best barber in the world. Shout out to that nigga Darren. Hell yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, um, I've just noticed that a lot of these people that be on Instagram and like on social media, they don't be seeming to have, you know, certifications. Like any of the things, like the people that be like the hairdressers that be yeah. like, uh, come with your hair washed and all this stuff. Like, that's Anybody that went to cosmetology school or anything, they go wash your hair regardless. Now, barbers, they might, I mean, they'll charge you for it. Yeah. But, like, hairdressers and shit? That's, when hey. Yeah, when you're a professional and you're dealing with anybody's hair, you're supposed to make sure that it's clean before you give them any styles. So I don't even see why, like. Why is that an issue? Yeah. But they about to start cracking down on a lot of that shit too. Like I've seen this video, because um, it's, it's a lot of people out here that's like doing classes and teaching classes for either like the lash extensions or makeup artistry or whatever else. And you get like a certification after a class, and it's just like okay, you can't be certified by someone that isn't licensed, right? Just because you go to their class. Doesn't make it legit. Certified. Like if they aren't licensed, none of that shit means anything. It's it's a lot of bitches out here doing that shit too. Yeah. And I've also seen where people like speaking on the lash thing, like this one lady was like, I just went through a whole like IG of like a lash account. Everybody's eyes are red. Everybody look like they're crying or high as hell. Right. It's like something ain't right. Something's wrong. These people just be self-taught. They get, once again, a certain amount of following. And they think that, like, whatever. If you you get some people to pay you hundreds of dollars to teach them how you do your shit, that's cool. But thinking that you can certify someone as someone who is not licensed. It's fucking wild. But, it, I mean, but you see it also with the people that. Your mic went out again. I keep hitting this one. You hear me? Uh, yeah. It's just like the people who uh, are installing these veneers that ain't dentist. And th- this is a dark joke. Please forgive me, but just follow me. Not you. I'm not talking to you. You get me. We here. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the people that, like, when Roe vs. Wade was rolled back and people were like, you're going to be seeing abortions by <laughs> on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're like, it, 
people really think that they can the one one thing I've learned with COVID and everything else is people really think that they can become medical experts by reading Reddit and Facebook posts and think they can counsel people on their health and no, I, I get that government is stressful and government can be overbearing at times, but when it comes to health, certain things need to be certified through certain people. Mm-hmm. Like when all them people, like when COVID happened and people were talking about how like barbers and hairstylists shouldn't be closed. Like, nah, baby, you, you affect like you write up on people every day. You're in contact with hundreds of people. That's state health. You got to worry about that shit. You can't. And I get people didn't want to lose no money, but like when you got something like that, you got to follow certain things. It's it's just like the girl with the pink sauce. (laughs) You need FDA like approval for a certain shit. If you're ingesting something in your body. I want to know, did she get sued? I, I don't believe yet, but she has also gotten a deal for the pink sauce. It was a cute idea. It's just she executed all the way wrong. But yeah, I saw where she got some kind of deal where people were going to make the pink sauce. So, I mean, kudos to her because that could have ended in disaster. Mm -hmm. Somebody could have died from that shit. (laughs) Like, dead ass. Seeing them bottles that, like, exploded on the way. And had all the different... It wasn't a consistent color. You know how disturbing that is? Yeah. Bro. I uh, I didn't put a lot of poisonous shit in my body, but if I saw something that didn't have a consistent color, uh, uh-uh. I wonder if she even had expiration dates on them, because a lot of that shit looked like it expired on the way. <laughs> oh, it did. You shipping shit with eggs and milk in it? <laughs> uh, that shit expired even if it did have an expiration date. As soon as you put that shit in this hot southern weather, it was over. Them damn parcel trucks was <laughs> smelling like garbage. Ooh. Ooh, I didn't even think about the smell of it. Ugh. Ooh. Good lord. Hey. The milk. On a truck going up to 120 degrees. With no AC. Woo! Cause them parcel trucks do not be having AC. Nope. Hey. Mm-mm. Hey, she should be held up by the Geneva Convention. I just <laughs> for what she did to them parcel truck drivers. Oh, um. So we didn't meet last month, but me and Stephanie have been doing our album club. Mm-hmm. And the album we were going to review was Reasonable Doubt by Jay Z. Oh, shit. So we actually ended up spending two months on it. And then we met Saturday to talk about it. That shit was dope as fuck. And then, like, midway through, 
I was like, she said something about maybe we should record these. And you know what? In my ignorant ass mind, I never even thought about recording, even though there's a whole studio in this fucking room. Yeah, I thought about that. I just didn't know like how you were trying to go about the whole thing. I didn't know if you wanted to add I, on any extra like I didn't know I didn't know if she would be cool with it. But like now I'm thinking about like that would have been a perfect session. I got Stephanie listening to the fucking rap. That shit is amazing. <laughs> uh, we were talking about like the album and then we got to the Foxy uh, track. Uh, Ain't no nigga. And she kept calling it Foxy track. And I was, or Foxy song. And I was like, why is she saying Fox? I was like, oh yeah, she can't say ain't no nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like we had a whole deep dive on reasonable doubt and it was dope as fuck. I might start recording. Yeah, you should for sure. Next month is supposed to be Wycliffe the Carnival. Which is an interesting album. You know, I never I never got into Wycliffe like that. His shit. I don't dislike him, but hmm, I don't think it was ever just my thing. His shit after the Fuji's was pretty solid. Is he I mean, of course his career was longer than Lauren Hill's, but they're they're both so crazy talented that it's kind of unfair that they were in the same group at one point. Mm. Okay. So this came up on Twitter. Um, today, well, yesterday, really, and it was a clip from Jose Williams. Jose Williams was famously part of Dr. King's entourage, and for people our age, he may be more famous for being the grandfather of Real Housewife of Atlanta star Portia Williams. who is a beautiful woman. Never watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I'm just basing that off looks. Have no idea about her character. She's gorgeous. But anyway, her uh, grandfather is a civil rights icon, which I'm more aware of. (laughs) But he had this clip. I don't know what it's from, but this was on the fucking internet this morning when I woke up. And Ebenath and Jose Williams. Those are the three that saw that button. Now listen to that. So I got in the yard and I was about to lose my food. I was thinking if I could take some molecules out there and make me some guns and kill me some white folks. The one He's talking about Dr. King. The same thing you promised me you'd never mm-hmm. do. And I started crying and then I heard Jesse Jackson say, he told me, Jesse, take our people onto the mountain. And that didn't bother me, even though I know Jesse got nowhere near him. And then Jesse said, uh, I held his head in my hand while he died. And that didn't get to me. And then Jesse said, uh, look at my shirt. And I looked around, sure enough, and Jesse Jackson's shirt was rich in blood. 
And I realized the only way Jesse could have gotten that blood, stooped down on that floor, and raked that blood off that floor and put that And I went crazy. I really tried to kill him. He grabbed us and all that, but that hurt so bad. The other thing was, and Abinathanos came back, says, no need of prayer, no need of fire, no need of nothing. He is going, it's over. He's going to go. And we call the meeting a staff meeting. And Jesse claimed to have been ill. And Abinathan told him, Jesse, go ahead to the room and relax. Jesse had to have run like hell that room into that airport. Because he got out of Memphis to Chicago. All us feeling, everybody was still in the motel. Cut the televisions on the next morning. That was Jesse Jackson in Chicago with that same bloody shirt telling that same lie. I've never respected Jesse since that moment. Damn. Bro, when I saw that shit this morning, two thoughts ran through my head. I was like, how have I never seen this fucking video? I've never seen that either. And then. Bro, if Jesse Jackson laid in the blood of Dr. King to anoint himself as the next leader of the black civil rights movement, that is telling that he just wanted power and nothing else. That's some Judas ass shit. Yeah. Well, well, it wouldn't be Judas. I'm trying to think of the uh, well, know, the disciple. Like, well, did you have a hand in having him killed or what? And people floated that idea. I honestly don't believe that he did, but I believe that Jesse Jackson is an opportunist. But, I mean, to try to anoint yourself the leader, which I can, I can fully believe that. I didn't grow up. I mean, we grew up when Jesse Jackson had already ran for president. But a part of me feels like Jesse Jackson would do some shit like that. That's wild, though. That is like, that's fucked up. I I, I ain't knocking Jose Williams now, but if I knew that shit about somebody, like just knowing some like one of my close friends died one like there was this person that when my best friend died they tried to make themselves seem like they were super close to that person and i knew that person did not like them at all and didn't mm-hmm. fuck with them i hate when people do that and we wanted to kick this nigga's ass off gp but like bro that's some wild shit because if that's true Jesse Jackson really rode that wave that he was pretty much the Aaron to Dr. King I mean not Aaron uh, Joshua to Dr. King's Moses it's almost sacrilege to be honest I'm really not surprised. I feel like a lot of people have had some things to say about Jesse and how he was moving throughout. A lot of people have, and a lot of people have also did that with Al Sharpton. I just always kind of wrote it off as 
They said the same shit about Dr. King. But now, maybe they had a point. I did meet Jesse Jackson once also, and he was an asshole to me. So fuck that nigga. That was the same day I met John Lewis, and John Lewis was the sweetest man I've ever met in my life. And asked me about going A&M and everything else. So John Lewis is always a hero to me. Jesse Jackson got on the bus, looked at me, and turned around and went back to his seat. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Howard even talked to us that day. <laughs> when was this? It was like the 48th anniversary of Selma. Oh. So we went down to Selma for uh, the a Democrats and we met a lot of famous people. And Terrence Howard was down there. John Lewis went down every year until he died. Because John Lewis was a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And Jesse Jackson was down there that year. And a couple other people. But I specifically remember Jesse Jackson looking at me, turning around and just walking back. While John Lewis, a sitting congressman, took time to ask me about my shit. Fuck Jesse Jackson. <laughs> But, yo, it's also weird to believe that Portia, the only clip I've seen of, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta is where Portia didn't know that the Underground Railroad was not a real railroad. Yeah, that was, like, our <laughs> first season on the Housewives. I remember that being a big thing. And they're like, you are the granddaughter of Jose Williams. <laughs> That is some insane shit. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom.